This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with an overcast sky, 57 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Thursday. It's the 2nd of March, 2023. Rich Mollers with your KVOM Morning News Watch. March is coming in like a lion. We've got an 80% chance of late afternoon showers and thunderstorms. As we remain under a flood watch, we'll have a high of 60 today. Now tonight, heavy rainfall is possible with thunderstorms. The forecast calling for up to 3 to 4 inches of rain with gusty winds and a low of 49. Then Friday, on top of that flood watch, we'll have a wind advisory. Some sunshine and a high of 55, but west winds at 25 miles an hour could gust up to 50 miles an hour. Friday night, clear, windy, low of 36. Saturday winds calm down some, sunshine and 63. And up to 70 degrees with sunshine on Sunday. So a lot to be concerned with if you're traveling tonight or tomorrow. A lot of folks on the road going to those state tournament ball games. Excessive runoff could result in flooding of rivers, creeks, streams, and other low-lying and flood-prone locations. Of course, heavy rain on the roads is tough too. Friday, concern for those high-profile vehicles with those wind gusts. Of course, if you have any unsecured objects around your property, you'll want to make sure and secure those. Overcast in 57 right now at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations to our employee of the day. It is Becky Fields at Zimmerman Food Service. Obituary announcements for you this morning. Edward Frederick Bergner, age 85, of Hattieville, died on Monday, February 27th. Rosary will be this morning at 10 at St. Mary Catholic Church in St. Vincent. Visitation will follow, and the Christian burial mass will start at 11 a.m. with Father Jim Burney and Deacon Steve Mallet officiating. Burial will be at St. Mary Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Memorials can be made to St. Mary Catholic Church. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Mary Margaret Worm Lentz, age 79, of Moralton, died on Tuesday, February 28th. She was a member of Bethel Baptist Church and retired from Lentz Sand and Gravel as a scale operator. She graduated from Conway High School in 1961, was the past owner of Movie Mart, was involved in PTA, Girl Scouts, and substitute teaching. She is survived by her husband, Daryl Lentz, two sons, Philip Lentz and Robert Lentz, two daughters, Robin Gail Gray and Shannon Kelly Carlin, all of Moralton, three siblings, 12 grandchildren, and 10 great-grandchildren. The family will receive friends Friday, March 3rd, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Funeral Home Private Family Service at a later date. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.34 as we turn to news this morning. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders was at Pettyjean State Park Wednesday to kick off Arkansas State Park's Centennial Celebration. The ceremony took place at Pettyjean's historic Mather Lodge. The Arkansas State Park System was created with the Arkansas Legislature's Act 276 of 1923, which authorized the Commissioner of State Lands to accept land donations for state parks and reservations. What began as part of a preservation effort to protect a special place in Arkansas became Arkansas's first state park, Pettyjean State Park. To date, the Arkansas State Park System encompasses 52 state parks in 48 counties and more than 55,000 acres of public land. Governor Sanders commented on the history and significance of those state parks. 
This park's official designation might only be a century old, but it's importance to our state goes way back much further. Today, we're lucky enough to enjoy 52 beautiful state parks. They range from museums to battlefields to hiking trails to pristine rivers and lakes. I've always thought our state's natural spaces are a perfect glimpse into what I think heaven will look like. And my administration is here to help the world discover what we already know, that Arkansas is God's country. The special event also included the signing of a proclamation by the governor declaring 2023 as the 100th anniversary of the Arkansas State Park System and remarks from special guests, including Arkansas State Parks Director Shay Lewis, Chairman of the State Parks Recreation and Travel Commission Randy Wolfenbarger, Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage and Tourism Secretary Mike Mills, members of the State Parks Recreation and Travel Commission, and park rangers, who were all presented with a special State Parks Centennial Badge to be worn on their uniform throughout 2023. 7.36, overcast in 57 at the KVOM Studios. With not much of a warm-up today, a high of 60. We're under a flood watch. We're looking for showers and thunderstorms to start up after 3 o'clock today, and tonight we could get 3 to 4 inches of rain. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch coming up on 737. It's overcast in 57 degrees at the KVOM studios. Mayflower police have made an arrest in a January homicide. Dylan Collins has been charged with capital murder in connection with the January 14th shooting on the westbound on-ramp of I-40. Officials said they interviewed Collins Wednesday and executed multiple search warrants before making the collar. Collins is being held in the Faulkner County Detention Center pending a court appearance. Severe thunderstorms are in the forecast today, and that happens to be today's topic for Severe Weather Awareness Week in Arkansas. At any given moment around the world, approximately 1,800 thunderstorms are occurring. Although thunderstorms are relatively small, when considered on a global scale of weather, all thunderstorms are dangerous. Across the country, the top three deadliest thunderstorm hazards in the last 30 years were flash floods, tornadoes, and lightning in that order. Dennis Cavanaugh, Warning Coordination Meteorologist with the National Weather Service in North Little Rock, says the primary concerns associated with severe thunderstorms are large hail and damaging winds. Some of the other things associated with severe storms that we don't necessarily issue warnings for, like lightning and, and heavy rainfall and localized flooding. Uh, so, you know, in any of these things, uh, you can usually keep safe if you just find a, a safe shelter until the storm passes. A thunderstorm is considered severe when it produces winds of at least 58 miles per hour, hail of at least one inch in diameter, and or a tornado. The St. Vincent, Cleveland, and Jerusalem districts of the Conway County Fire Department responded to a grass woods fire Tuesday night on Turnage Lane. 
Upon arrival, firefighters found the fire had spread to a mobile home on the property. Structure damage was limited to an exterior wall, the wooden porch, and to several areas under the home. Crews also removed smoke from the home's interior, and the grass woods fire was extinguished. Members from Conway County are among the 50 Arkansas 4-H members who gathered at the Five Oaks Agriculture Research and Education Center recently to learn about one of the state's star attractions, ducks. The center, situated in the heart of the Mississippi Flyway on 6,000 acres of flooded timber and rice fields, offered the perfect setting for the Wonders of Waterfowl program, which brought together 4-H members from a dozen counties for a day of learning about the ducks and other wintering waterfowl, February the 11th. The program, now in its second year, is a collaboration between Five Oaks, University of Arkansas at Monticello, and Arkansas 4-H. Students in UAM's Waterfowl Habitat and Recreation Management Graduate Certificate Program taught 4-H members about waterfowl habitat, ecology, and conservation, and demonstrated banding. Some of the 4-H members signed up for the Wonders of Waterfowl program because they liked ducks and wanted to learn more, while others, like 15-year-old Brooke Duval of Conway County, are interested in ecology and environmental conservation as a potential career. The Arkansas Highway Commission is pleased to announce the next application cycle for the Arkansas Commercial Truck Safety and Education Program began on Wednesday. ACTSEP is a grant program that funds truck safety and education efforts through cooperative public-private programs that focus on increased enforcement, regulatory compliance, industry training, and educational programs to ensure the safe movement of goods on Arkansas highways. ACTSEP is the first program jointly involving the trucking industry and the Arkansas Department of Transportation to ensure improved commercial truck safety on state highways. It's funded with the first $2 million collected annually from a 15% registration fee increase for certain trucks operating in Arkansas under the International Registration Plan. Applications for the program are available at rdot.gov. Now 741, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. It was a relatively quiet day with equities swinging in a fairly tight range around the flatline on Wednesday as strong economic data out of China was outweighed by a lackluster U.S. manufacturing report and move higher in Treasury rates. The benchmark 10-year yield was up again, topping the 4% mark for the first time since last November. Rates have moved markedly higher over the last month, prompting a 2.6% pullback for the S&P 500 in February. We note, however, that stocks are still up nearly 3% in 2023 as markets have found some optimism in the prospects of the Fed approaching an end to its rate hike campaign this year. On Wall Street today, the Dow closed at 32,661 and was up 5 points. NASDAQ closed at 11,379 and was down 76 points. Volume was heavy today as 1 in 9 billion shared trades hands on the big board. AT&T was down 25 cents at $18.66. Bank of America was down 16 cents at $34.14. Deere and Company was up 51 cents at $419.75. And to G Corporation was down a dollar and forty-five cents at a hundred and one dollars and forty-two cents. Under Armour was down eleven cents at eight dollars and sixty-nine cents. Simmons Bank was down ten cents at twenty-two dollars and thirteen cents. 
Regions Financial was up $0.04 at $23.36. Southwestern Energy was up $0.09 at $5.39. Tyson's Food was up $0.05 at $59.29. Walmart was down $1.98 at $140.15. LiveRamp was up $0.04 at $23.67. Interpublic Group was up $0.03 at $35.57. Nextura Energy was down $1.16 at $69.87. Natural Gas was down at $0.69 at $2.81. Precious metals were mixed today. Excuse me. Precious metals were higher today with gold being up $7.50 at $1,844.20 and silver being up one cent at $21.08. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, Moralton High School will hold East Night Out today from 3.30 to 6.30 p.m. in the East Classroom at the high school. Parents, friends, students, and community members are welcome to attend and see what MHS East students have been working on this semester. The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons meets tonight at 7.00. The Conway County Care Center Thrift Store will be closed Friday for switchover with new spring and summer merchandise available starting Tuesday. The food pantry will remain open that day. Registration continues through tomorrow for Moralton Parks and Recreation's youth baseball and softball season. Softball is open to girls in the 6 and under through 14 and under divisions. Baseball is open to boys from T-ball through 15 and under senior divisions. Registration is $65 for one child and $55 for each additional sibling. Registration forms and more information can be found at the Moralton Community Center. You can also call 501-354-4122. Apollo Assembly of God will hold a spaghetti dinner Friday 5 to 8 p.m. at the church on Todd Street. Choose from traditional spaghetti, chicken spaghetti, or spaghetti with Italian sausage. All the meals include salad, bread, dessert, and a drink. The price is a donation to the church and proceeds will go towards sending youth to church camp. Our Blood Institute is holding a blood drive Saturday 9 to 11 at Walmart in Moralton. All donors will receive a t-shirt, one free admission to the Museum of Discovery, and a free buntlet coupon from Nothing Bunt Cakes. To make an appointment, visit obi.org. The Century League of Moralton's 40th Annual Charity Ball will be held Saturday night at 6 at Point Remove Brewery in Moralton with the theme A Night in Monte Carlo. There will be casino-style games. Music performed by the Akeem Kemp Band, along with dancing. Tickets can be purchased from any Century League member. You can also get them at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton Admissions Office, at Farm Bureau Insurance, or at Healthcare Pharmacy. They're also selling super raffle tickets at those locations. Drawings will be held Saturday night for prizes, including a Blackstone griddle, an Apple iPad, a Glock pistol, and a Moralton Stay and Play package, and there will be a bonus raffle of a Trailmaster go-kart. And the Cleveland Lodge of Freemasons will meet Saturday night at 7. Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's Newswatch on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. We have got a lot 
of high school basketball action for you today. Five of our local teams playing in state tournament action today. Eric Tyler has the rundown coming up on sports. And a little later on, we'll visit with Morgan Zimmerman from Main Street, Moralton, about all their goings-on. Now 747, overcast in 57 at the KVOM Studios. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey, if you news watch with sports, I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior girls and boys basketball teams both had a little trouble in their first round game at the Class 4A state tournament in Blytheville. The Lady Devilogs beat Hamburg 57-28 on Wednesday. Marlton led by 13 points at the end of the first quarter, and the lead was never threatened by the Lady Lions. Senior Cheyenne Kemp led the Lady Devil Dogs with 16 points. Junior Jonna Brockman followed with 14. And Junior Jennifer Hartman had 9 as the Lady Devil Dogs improved their record to 29-4 and advanced to face Clinton in the quarterfinals tonight at 7 o'clock. In the boys' game, Junior Jacory Mosley poured in 28 points to lead the Devil Dogs to a 60-43 victory over Camden Fairview. Senior Markel Swinton added 13 points and Junior Malik Pleasant scored 9 for the Devil Dogs who improved their record to 24-9 and advanced to face the tournament host, Blytheville, at 8.30 tonight. We'll have the broadcast of both of those games for you live on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. Three local teams will be in action in the 1A state tournament in Ozark today. The Sacred Heart girls, Wonderview boys, and Nemo Vista girls will all play their first round game this afternoon. Sacred Heart's Lady Knights will play Norfolk at 1 p.m., the Daredevils will play Shirley at 2.30, and the Nemo Vista girls team will take on Royal Special at 4 o'clock. And we'll have the broadcast of all three of those games for you live on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com, and on the KVOM app. Kendall Diggs drove in Peyton Stovall with a base hit in the bottom of the 11th inning to give the 8th-ranked University of Arkansas baseball team a 10-9 win over Illinois State on Wednesday afternoon in Fayetteville. Razorbacks will host Wright State for a three-game series this weekend at Baumwalker Stadium. And look at weather now on this Thursday. We've got humidity at 77%. Northeast winds at 8 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.76 inches. Low temperature this morning, 52 degrees. High yesterday, 77. A year ago today, the low was 31. The high was 79. Six-tenths of an inch of rain. Yesterday and last night at the KVOM studios, our total for the year, 11.87 inches. Sunset this evening is 6.06. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 6.39. And we do have heavy rain and potentially strong to severe thunderstorms in the forecast all day today and tonight and a little bit into Friday morning as we have actually a 30% chance of thunderstorm activity this morning with 80% by the afternoon, a high near 60 degrees. And then... Daytime rain accumulation, maybe up to three-quarters of an inch. And then tonight is where we really have the concern. 100% chance of heavy rain. National Weather Service saying an additional three to four inches just tonight of rainfall uh, could come in our area. So that is a lot of rainfall in a short amount of time. 
and wind gusts will be as high as 30 miles per hour. We're going to have wind advisory going on with this starting tonight and through uh, Friday morning. So actually we'll go into effect midnight and then go all through 6 p.m. on Friday, the wind advisory. And that heavy rain tonight, again, thunderstorms possibility as well, strong to severe in nature. Low of 49 tonight, high of only 55 tomorrow with those strong winds. Rain maybe still in the morning, but then clearing out by the afternoon and should have a nice relatively nice weekend saturday and sunday look for sunny skies again highs back up in the 60s near 70 degrees but uh, today's concern with the thunderstorms and the very heavy rainfall that we are expecting again over the next 24 hours or so right now we've got clouds 57 degrees in marlton 753 on kvom newswatch continues in just a moment are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. We're going on close up this morning on the phone by Morgan Zimmerman with Main Street Marlton. Good morning to you, Morgan. Good morning, Eric. All right. It is exciting time because I know just recently uh, downtown Marlton, it got that nice uh, new mural completed. That looks really nice there on the Ormond building. So, uh, uh, really great addition there to to the downtown landscape, isn't it? Yes. So we have two murals now. We're so excited. Um, these are projects we've had in the works for a long time that are finally coming to fruition. Um, and the uh, mural on the Orman building was completed by uh, Jason White of White Artworks. He's a, a Cersei artist, Cersei-based artist. And um, it actually was completed with funding from a matching grant that we got Main Street Moralton got from the Department of Arkansas Heritage so it's a public art grant so um, that's a grant that we've been pursuing and, and we were awarded it this year so really super excited about that um, the city helped us out with some matching funds from the city's public art fund um, and then of course the Orman family was so kind to, to donate their their building or their wall for us to use um, and collaborate on the design so we're really pumped and there should be a um, dedication slash ribbon cutting uh, kind of thing coming in the next very very soon hopefully uh, for that so we'll have a little celebration obviously not a big reveal because everybody got to watch the process which was very fun <laughs> yep oh yeah yeah they can certainly see it uh, anytime they want right now it's uh completed and looks really really nice so we've hit a home run with with both the the murals i believe so thank you we've worked with some really um talented people to complete this and had some great collaboration with community partners so it's just been the projects have been really really awesome and and we're just ready to move on to the next public art um, project so you'll be hearing more about that coming hopefully this summer all right yeah looking forward to seeing what's uh, what's in the works there for sure and coming up uh of course, we always talk to you first Thursday of the month, and uh, here in a couple months, we'll be back at the uh, uh, farmer's market and the activities downtown, so I guess farmers need to yeah. start uh, getting some applications in if they want to take part this year. 
Yes, and some of your favorite businesses may still be having sales and stuff like that on First Thursday, so just keep track of them on their social media, um, and we try to share that if we can. But the main First Thursday activities will kick off um, in May, so the first market of the season is going to be May 4th. Our 2023 application for vendors is open now, so that's on our website at MainStreetMoralton.org, and under Events, you can click on the Farmer's Market tab, and you'll find all of the guidelines and the rules, um, the dates, and also the application. So uh, today I just wanted to explain to people how the process works because we get a lot of interest and, and, you know, people interested in the farmer's market. So there are guidelines. We're, we're a farmer's market. So everything that is sold at the farmer's market either has to be grown and or made by the seller. So um, you can't buy produce somewhere else and bring it and sell it like it has to be your produce however i will say we do encourage home growers so i think that's something people get a little intimidated by you don't have to have a big farm operation or anything like that if you have a big garden and you review and familiarize yourself with the with the farmer's market guidelines that are on our website and you want to bring your extra produce because it's you know going to waste or whatever down to sell um, we welcome that. We would love to get more produce vendors involved because um, that's always something that's tricky with the big farmers. They they don't have as much time available to come. So. Sure. All right. So, yeah, yeah. If, if you got anything, yeah, get, the, get those applications in, and they can uh, they can be found where are those applications? Yeah, so it's MainStreetMoralton.org, and then there's a Farmer's Market tab, and um, it just explains, like I said, what all kind of vendor applications we accept. Of course, baked goods home uh, produced items are perfectly fine um, you have to familiarize yourself with the cottage food laws and those are all linked on our um, on our website as well um, and we also have a link on our Facebook page at uh, um, Main Street Moralton on Facebook so our, our farmers market application should be pinned to the top of the page there but um, yeah so we'll be reviewing the first round of applications and and we love to get applications we don't have enough room unfortunately to approve every single application so our committee considers those based on um, you know what our demand is as far as from customers and uh, we give priority to of course farm produced items um, and then we have limited space available also for like people who have unique craft items that are handmade or homemade. Um, so we do try to include some of those vendors because our customers love that. Um, but we, it's just a, it's just a process of, of deciding, you know, trying to get as much of the farmer's market type products into, into our market. And so we're really excited. Our committee is going to meet in a few weeks to review those applications and get, start getting the publicity and the promotion out. So we're really excited. Um, it's going to be another great season. Of course, our market is located downtown um, in the Pocket Park and the parking lot behind the chamber. Um, so that's where we're still at. going to be at this summer, and we'll have live music and lots of activities. Our, our committee has a lot of great things planned. So we just appreciate this community supporting it every summer, and we want to get more people involved as vendors also um, and give some of these small growers opportunities to, to sell their wares. Absolutely, yep. Now, a good, uh, yeah, it's always a great, great event every first Thursday, of course. May through October is a farmer's market. Is that right? Yes, it is May through October, and then October we always have a bit. It's the first Thursday of every month from 4 to 7 p.m., so it's just once a month. Um, and we also have a big, the last couple of years we've done like a big fall festival in October, which is fun. We have little extras and stuff like that. And, and if you're not sure um, or you've been interested but you're not really sure if what you have fits the bill or anything like that, 
um, you can go ahead and fill out an application and we'll reach out to you and let you know if it does or not. Or if you just want to ask a couple preliminary questions, you can, of course, reach out to us at MainStreetMoralton at gmail.com. Um, my information is on the page the, where the application is so people can contact me. I'm Morgan, so I'm the chair of the Farmer's Market Committee and on the Main Street Board. So people can contact me directly um, or send us a message to our Facebook page and we try to get check those pretty regularly and get back to those pretty regularly. So um, if you if you have questions or unsure, we'd love to hear from you. So yeah, get more people. And we also have more room on our committee for volunteers. So if you just want to be involved in the farmer's market and you don't have anything to sell, um, we can absolutely put you to work and you can reach out through those channels as well to let us know. Okay. All right. Morgan Zimmerman with Main Street Marlton. We thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks, Eric. Newswalk on this Thursday morning continues in just a moment. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.